0: Everyone, this is the big fight, and I'm Maria Shakil. The Grand Old Party has taken a huge gamble ahead of 2024 Lok polls. It has decided that it will not attend the consecration ceremony of the Ram Temple in Ayodhya. But the Congress isn't really united in its messaging of calling it a RSS-BJP event. There are many within the party, from Himachal Minister Vikram aditya Singh to Congress MLA from Gujarat Arjun Mudvadia, who are of the opinion that staying away from the event is in fact a political call. But the Congress isn't alone in opposition. From Mamata Banerjee to Akhilesh Yadav, all have decided to not mark their attendance on 22nd of January, announcing it as a political project of the BJP in name of faith. The jury is still out if this move will benefit India bloc electorally. This, of course, has brought forth ...an avalanche of protests and condemnation from BJP leaders... ...from accusing the Congress of being anti-Hindu... ...the BJP even compared it to Ravan of Ramayana... ...and released posters branding the entire opposition as anti sanatan So the question that we ask on Big Fight is... ...with this move, has the Congress positioned itself as a party left of center... ...and in a country where faith is at the core of its population... Almost defining identities, is this move a political harakiri, Or is the Congress speaking for 11 crore voters who voted for it in 2019? Let me go straight to Patna from where Ravi Shankar Prasad, former union minister and senior leader, is joining us live. Mr. Prasad, really appreciate your time. You have been a lawyer of Ram Lalla. As the day approaches and politics clearly takes center stage, how do you view Congress Party's stand that they have called it a political project of BJP-RSS.
1: Well, the point is that it is a great day for the country. A unanimous verdict of five judges of the Supreme Court have said in trade are three things. And I would like your viewers to know about it. Number one, the Muslim side could not furnish any evidence that they were in exclusive possession of the premises after the Babri Mosque was erected. The second, in spite of the erection of Babri Mosque, the faith of Hindus never dithered that this was the place of birth of Lord Ram and they used to bend their head before the deity. There is ample evidence on record. And the third, the finding of the Archaeological Survey of India excavations clearly established that upon the ruins of a temple, this alleged mosque was erected. Hmm. So with these three findings, the whole thing was conclusively settled. And remember, Maria, the Congress, the left, the leftist historian, everyone was saying, where is the evidence? Go and get the matter established by the court. We won from the high court but I had the privilege to appear. In the Supreme Court, I did not because I was the law minister. Others were appearing. And yet the same finding has come. In spite of this, if Congress Party has a a problem of doing politics, I will not care about the left or the RJDs or the others or the DMKs. But Maria, you have been an observer of India's politics. How Congress Party has become marginalized. The overpowering craving for vote bank has withered the Congress from Bihar, UP and the entire Hindi party. Yet, the same attitude remains. Be it Shabanu, be it Triple Talak or be it Ramjan Bhumi. Therefore, if they are going to and see how much marginalized they have become in terms of number in the parliament. If they want to write their obituary, I am sorry, I can't help it
0: talking specifically about this entire journey that you have seen as a lawyer, uh, the highs and lows that you would have gone through, uh, you know, I want to understand from you, 22nd of January, that's going to be an epoch-making day. Uh, Can that be the day from where the majority and the minority can move beyond Ayodhya? Because of the fault lines that we have seen so deep in the past.
1: I would... Say a different... I would have a different view. Majority of the Muslims also want amity. They know it is the place of birth of Lord Ram. They know Ram is divine for Hindus. And nay, the Muslims also in many cases. Therefore, they had no objection if a proper mosque is... um, sorry, temple is erected. But the leaders, the saudagar's of World Bank have created problem. You know it very well. And you may have seen that many Muslims were willing to say everything but not on record for fear of the radical elements. That's a hard fact. But with Ram Mandir becoming a reality through judicial process, it is a great moment and it is a day of redemption and also it is a day to move forward in strength.
0: Okay, let me uh, do a quick recall for our viewers as to what really played out in the courtrooms. What was the Congress leader's uh, stand or those who opposed uh, the Ram Temple stand inside the courtrooms?
1: Obviously, obviously. Why the courtroom, Maria? The appeal in Supreme Court came in 2009. And Ram Dalla was sitting in a tattered tent. And there was an order that nothing will be done, even stitching a minor uh, glitches in the tent without the approval of the Supreme Court. And we had to fight. And the Congress and the government lawyers were a stumbling block. Once I almost lost my temper, ki Lord Ram will remain under a tattered tent in this rainy season? Is it fair? There is a limit to our patience, I am sorry to tell you this. But we have witnessed all this, past is past. Today by a very consensual judgment of unanimity, five judges based upon evidence that it is there, and today a grand temple is coming, the temple of redemption, temple of Lord Ram, temple of amity, Temple of the unique divine place of Lord Ram in India and the sacred character of Ayodhya. All this combined.
0: So when do you plan to actually visit Ram temple, the temple that you call of redemption in Ayodhya?
1: I have been invited for the 22nd. I am going and I want to tell you, Maria, I am very clear. I have been told that you are not being invited as a leader. I am being invited as a pleader of Lord Ram, therefore my capacity is known, and I said yes. I am coming only in the capacity as a lawyer. But what is important is, see how inclusive is the representation which they have gone. They have invited all the political parties. Many of them declined. Even the Dome Raja from Kashi has been invited. Even the laborers who are working, they have been invited. And in the premises, a temple of Nishad Raja is coming, Marsi Balmiki is coming, Mata Shabri is coming. Ram represented inclusive India, north, south, east, west, transcending beyond caste and communities. That's what this whole great temple in Ayodhya is going to become.
0: All right, Mr. Prasad, really appreciate your time. Let me go straight to Bengaluru now where Virappa Moyli, former Chief Minister of Karnataka and Senior Congress Leader, is joining me live. Mr. Moyli, uh, how do you view your own party's decision of uh, not going for the ceremony and declaring it as a BJP RSS event? Because there are many within the Congress who are of the opinion that the Congress should attend. I think you should
2: ask all the four shankaracharists why they are not attending. Because, you know, the, the very... Function is, you know, contrary to the, all the norms of the Veda, Upanishads, Smritis, and everything. And you can't run the puja, you know. The after all, which panth, you know, the according to the Vedas and Upanishads and Smritis, the RSS belongs to. Do you have a panth and you know, the righteous way of any uh, of any of the Hindu way of life? No, it's not recognized. Shankaracharya is the just like four pillars of the Hinduism. They protect the Hinduism. And what kind of Hinduism Modi propagates? You, is it uh, whether whether Modi can overrule the uh, all the ethics and also the uh, the edicts of uh, all the Shankaracharyas in the country? That is a question you have to put. At all your media people should direct your uh, all your antenna to the Shankaracharyas. And if they can say that, yes, we will attend, because it's a rightful way, and this is the right way to uh, the propagate Hinduism, and, you know, yes, hats off to them. I don't think, you know, they can they can persuade him to uh, attend, participate in this function, because it is against the norms of all Hindu prerequisite fundamentals. And, you know, the, don't ask the political people, because after all, we can't answer we have to ask those people, you know, who are the real founders, propagators, and perpetuators of Hinduism. Because, I have, you know, I am a, in a way, I am also a some sort of an authority on this, because I have written, you know, three epic poems. One is, you know, Ramayana uh, with uh, containing about 43,000 lines. Another is on uh, Draupadi in Mahabharata. Another is on, uh, uh, you know, the Bhavali Aimsadhi Gujaini. I think, in a way, among the political side, and I can speak something on these things.
0: Okay, uh, sir, do you think that this is a political event and not a religious function? I'm asking a more direct question here.
2: If it is a all, it is a all party event. I can understand. I think all of us should go. I don't think it is organized as all party. It is done in the name of Hinduism, name of Hindus, and in the religion. Rama, whether the, it is not Rama, you know, it is uh, Modi. I think uh, if, the time, if the time comes to adore only Modi as against uh, Rama or Modi as against all the requisite, uh, uh, the fundamentals of Hinduism, I can understand. So it is not a religious function in that way. If it is a religious person, all these four Swamiji's, Shankaracharya should have joined. Do, 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 uh, do you see any of the, you know, the the, uh, the leaders of the Hinduism and all, you know, observe several paths of religion or the Hinduism or the punks, they attend this? It's not their function. If it is their function, yes, all of us should go to this.
0: Okay, sir, sir, will you be able to convince your I voters? Think this, you able,
2: I Ma- think you are all antenna should turn on this, uh, okay. my basic question.
0: Okay. Uh, Mr. Molly, will you be able to convince your voters who may not view this no participation not really well and in Karnataka alone you got a significant percentage of votes you have won the state of Karnataka only recently
2: No, 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 no. we, we owe, owe all allegiance to that voters we owe allegiance to all the fundamentals of the uh, great India and its uh, requisite because Ultimately, here is the BJP or the RSS. They want to equate Dharma to religion. Religion is, you know, it is a foreign term, religion. Ours is a Dharma. I know it is, it is a question of, you know, the, the individual Dharma, Kautimbika Dharma, family Dharma, their village Dharma, Grama Dharma, it is a Dharma of the land. You know, these are all the requisites of Dharma. And equating Dharma into a religion is really an antithesis in the religious world of this this country, and they should understand. I think if they come for a lecture, you know, the uh, lesson for with me, I will tell them what is dharma, what is not dharma. You remember when there was a, an episode in uh, Gujarat, <coughs> uh, uh, see Narendra Modi was the chief minister. Rajput said, "Mr. Narendra Modi, observe Raja dharma." That means that doesn't mean the Raja religion. It's a certain duties cast upon any person either as a family member or a head of the family or a head of a state or head of a nation. There are dharma's prescribed by Vedas, Upanishads, and all our epics. And if you don't observe that and you contrary to that you know, bad things will happen to this country. Suppose you know they go ahead with this political uh, politicalizing the dharma of the land. You know, tomorrow people say that a ghost will come in. <laughs> Instead of Rama entering the Rama Mandir, the ghost will enter the Rama Mandir and uh, there will be a lot of uh, bad omens to the country. This is what some of the, uh, when I consulted some of the uh, Sanskrit scholars and anything, I, I am telling you that I was told that it, it can happen. It may augur evil to the country and the place and uh, not good. So, we want Rama installation with a good uh, good omens so that the country can prosper. Ultimately, the interest of the entire nation is more important than the interest of one political party or one individual.
0: All right, Mr. Moyli, really appreciate your time. Moving away from the newsmakers to the guests now, El Humantaya is Congress MP. Uh, we have Tuhin Sinha here in the studio. Valaya Singh is the author of uh, Ayodhya, City of Faith, City of Discord. Sudheendra Kulkarni is author. Joining me on the show, Professor Gita Bhatt here in the studio, political analyst. And Sajjan Kumar, political analyst. I'm going to move away from politicians and bring in uh, the experts here first. And Valaya, beginning with you, City of Discord, City of Faith, uh, 22nd of January then should be about faith.
3: It should be totally, absolutely about faith. But it's not for me to, you know... Um Measure whether it is being uh, it is being conducted according to religious rituals and procedures or not. It is unfortunate for the BJP that the four Shankaracharyas and have come out and said that this is not being done according to Dharmashastras. And I also spoke to some uh, uh, Mahens and acharyas, and they also concur. And they say that you know, firstly, a uh, half complete, incomplete temple should not be inaugurated. Uh, because, you know, there will be more construction that will follow and that will again pollute the place and so on. Uh, so, yeah, I think it should be totally about faith, but they could have waited for a few more months. I don't, uh, I mean, we can all understand and interpret the urgency, but uh it could have been, you know, we could have waited. We could have made it this uh, completely inclusive because Ram is about inclusivity hmm. and not in any sense, uh, any controversy or any exclusion. It's about inclusion. So, I I think it when i mean it should have been about only faith and this kind of politicization and controversy
4: but
0: that's is what, good for
3: politics it's not good for faith
0: yes but that's again on expected lines Sudhindra kulkarni 22nd as someone who has watched this entire ram temple movement very very closely with the veterans of the bjp how are you viewing uh, you know what is happening in the run up to 22nd 10 days to go Mr. Kulkani, if you can hear me.
5: Uh, sorry, no, the <coughs> the line was bad. Could you please uh, repeat your question? Yes,
0: my question is that as someone I who has hear you. yes, as someone who has uh, seen the entire Ram Temple movement, it is that culmination which is going to happen on twenty second of January. Uh, but as expected, it's politics which is preceding the consecration ceremony which will happen. Uh, How are you viewing the politics and the decision of these political parties of not attending the ceremony?
5: After a long movement, struggle, and after a lot of controversies, the Ram temple is now a reality. Hmm. Ram has always been a symbol of unity, Most Hindus regard him as an incarnation of God, but even non-Hindus have very high respect for him as an ideal king, Maryada Purushottam. Hmm. Ram is a symbol of uh, what I would call the idea of India and therefore this is an occasion when all of India should come together. All sections of our society, all sections of our political establishment should come together and demonstrate the unity of India. Unfortunately, politics has uh, once again played a divisive role. Now, some of the objections that the Congress has raised are valid. The The temple construction is not being completed. The date of January 22, just a couple of months before the Lok Sabha election, raises suspicion that it is being done for the BJP to gain electoral advantage. But nevertheless, in spite of these, had the Congress Party, while registering its uh, objections,
0: had the Congress
5: Party said that in the Hmm. interest of unity,
2: Hmm.
5: unity of the nation, and out of respect for Ram we are participating in the consecration ceremony, the message would have been very positive. And I think that even now, there are 10 days left, the Congress should reconsider its position, make its point very clear, all its objections very clear, but nevertheless, participate in the consecration ceremony. Similarly, Hmm. if some Shankaracharyas and other other people have uh, some, uh, some reasons... They should be listened to. After all, they are religious leaders. And let January 22, the consecration ceremony, demonstrate the magnificent unity of India and reconciliation. Yes. India needs reconciliation. So, reconciliation can between that Hindus they, and Muslims, Professor reconciliation Gita between all. Be about and Ram is the best. Point
0: that, that is being spoken by Sudhindra Kulkarni. That you register the protest, you talk about it, you know, being hijacked by the BJP. But why boycott? Make your point and still right.
4: attend. Well, Maria, you know, 22nd of January is going to go down in the history of this nation as the day we, you know, we reinstate our civilizational self-respect and pride after a long struggle of nearly 500 years. And while the people of this nation are rejoicing and all are rammai We see that Congress, you know, it has denied an invitation which actually is an invitation of a lifetime for a large number of people. And this raises a question. The question is that, is it that the the Congress is, you know, because it is so much full of criticism for the Prime Minister and the BJP, is it that which is making them anti-temple, anti-Hindu? Or is it that they have always had an anti-Hindu, anti-temple stand because of which they are so critical of the Prime Minister and the BJP? In both the cases, Hmm. in both the cases, they have been exposed that they are standing for appeasement politics. And the reason, if you give me time, I would like to put forth here is that the invitation came to them two weeks before. And when the invitation came, Mr. Venugopal, in fact, thanked that, you know, the Ramjan uh, that they trust that they have given an invitation but why did it take them so long to take a decision of declining it they could have declined it right there and then hmm. they were it seems that it is very clear that they were they are the ones who are actually trying to politically weigh it is not In no way, uh, you know, an ideological issue for them.
0: Yes, so it's a political calculation here, Sajjan Kumar, which is becoming clear. Because if you look at it, various stands of the Congress party in recent times has been about soft Hindutva push. So if they have taken so much time, so they had done the political calculation. Because, you know, I was doing some research and this is a very interesting uh, data which came uh, to me, which was essentially that in these elections, the five states which went to polls a huge percentage 4.92 crore indians actually voted for the congress so they may have done some kind of survey some kind of calculation before saying a no uh,
6: maria let me also add to that uh, number because i was also doing the field work a majority of the voters who voted for congress in the state assembly election hmm. when we asked the question about uh, i mean which way they would vote in 2024 i'm saying majority of them said that they would vote for the bjp because they may be angry with the state uh, bjp leadership and the i mean leaders uh, pa- party, but certainly, I mean, 2024 and Modi factor is still there. So that calculation, certainly, if the party has taken based on the outcome in the state assembly election, doesn't reflect the voter psychology for 2024. This is first. Hmm. Second, uh, mind it, any party, if you have to take a stand, because politics is a culmination of culture, society, economy, history, lots, many popular sensibilities then your approach should be to broaden your social base rather than alienating them. Sankracharyas have their own procedural uh, objections on the sanctity of rituals, etc. They objected on uh, 5th August 2019 also when Modi laid the foundation stone. That is there, but we have to recognize that from the perspective of the people, and lacks and lacks of seers, Hindu seers who are not strictly embedded to the uh, relig- ritual based uh, uh, procedures. This is a moment which is about which is going down into the history as a grand moment. And therefore, if you boycott it, you will be seen at par with those party who are a part of India Alliance and have called Sanartan as a dengue. So how will Congress In the popular memory, when BJP will accuse it uh, of being at par with a party like DMK, which is openly hostile to all sensibilities of uh, Hindus and Sanatan, and when Congress is boycotting, then this justification that since uh, Shankaracharyas and rituals, all sort of things are there and therefore they are objecting. So it was essentially that Congress
0: was looking for issues. Mr. Umantaya, will you respond to that? That you were essentially looking for issues or reasons to boycott it? And you got that because of the Shankaracharya's raising concerns.
7: Today, the Congress which decision taken already that we are not participating is not a political decision. It is a decision which Congress ideology believes that religion and politics should not be mixed I have an allegation that this function is purely a political function by the BJP, if it would have been a religious function uniting the nation, they have not done any attempt to do that. Point number one, they have not consulted at least the national parties to fix the time and do this. That is number one. Number two. They would have invited all political party leaders to participate openly, which they have not done. Afterwards, we have the courage to convince the voters that we differentiate the religion and politics. Religion should be personal, politics is our okay. work. So religion is personal, politics is for public.
0: Yes. Let me bring in Tuhin yes, Sena here in the studio, we, Tuhin,
7: we, it is Tuhin the Congress took a stand. You, cannot mix, you know, you
0: you may you agree or disagree mix, with mix them, but aren't you making it political by declaring that them as anti sanatan Because you have clubbed the entire India parties as one, released a poster and saying, and and gone ahead and said that. They are anti sanatan So it Maria, is clearly, you are trying to make it a political event. As I
8: have mentioned before, you know, the anti sanatan instincts of the present-day Congress party is visible even otherwise. You don't have to, you know, uh, go by the stand on whether they are going to be present in, at the Pran Pratishtha or not. In the last 25 years, they have done everything possible to stall the Ram temple. In 2005, they denied the existence of Bhagwan Ram. They have, you know, coined the term Hindu terror. So I don't think, you know, we need to really go by what they're doing on 22nd Jan to, to, you know, decide whether they're anti-Sanatan or not. I am asking you a simple question. Can China dictate India's defense policy? No. Then how can Congress party, which has never stood for Ram temple after 1989, when, in fact, Rajiv Gandhi started his election campaign from Ayodhya, stating that he will make Ram Rajiv, which again he did not believe in. That was his way of making amends for his blunder on the Shah Wano case. But at least in the last 25 years, the present day Congress has never stood for Ram Temple. So who are they to give sermons on whether it happened, the Pran Pratishtha is happening the right way, whether it is not happening the right way? I think, you know, they, they have been in the process of manufacturing alibis and excuses. In 1951, when, you know, Nehru persuaded Dr. Rajendra Prasad to not attend, um, when you know, unsuccessfully, he tried to persuade him from not, not attending the consecration of Somnath Temple. The reasons were different today. The reasons are different. Okay. But the, you know, the, so you the were looking apath- for
0: alibis, Mr. Umantaya. That is the charge coming from the BJP. You're looking for alibis. And what Mr. Sudhindra Kulkarni said that you would always, have, you could, could have raised all your concerns study. and still gone ahead and said it. So that would have been a moment of unification.
7: No, that is Sudhindra Kulkarni ji's opinion. But as Congress party, what decision they have taken at the apex level is absolutely right. I have consulted a lot of people who are the sympathizers of Congress party who have been observing these political developments in the country. They say the Congress has taken a right decision. No Mrudu Hindutva. You should not mix your Hindutva into your politics. You make politics on issues of price rise, issues of people's problems. That is the politics you have to do. That is the direction we have been given. And we will follow that. We will never mix this. We will never... Go to the people no, no, for votes in the name of but Rama. But sir, we will never only recently, the, people only the, recently uh, the Madhya Pradesh we will never Congress go to the people in the run up to elections in the run up to elections the Madhya not, Pradesh Congress to had
0: spoken about reciting Hanuman Chalisa. So mm-hmm. you were on that path. You
7: have been on that so path. Many, many then how is see, this different? In Karnataka hmm. kar, hmm. when Modi ji came here And he said, Jai Bajarangabali, people did not vote for him. We did not say that. But in Madhya Pradesh, there may be some narrative like that. In Chhattisgarh, there may be a different narrative. But in its ideology, Congress believes... Politics and religion are two different things. Okay, it politics and religion, religion are different it things. We should not go to the people in the name of religion yes, or qi. vote. You go ahead, and then I bring in
8: Simple question that is, is the does the Congress, the Congress party have an ideology? You know, D.K. kumar has asserted that the Pran Pratishtha will be telecast live from all temples of Karnataka. Is uh, is Hanuman Taraw Ji going to oppose D.K. kumar Simple question to him. The Congress does not have an ideology. You know, sometimes it is this side, sometimes it is that side. This monkey balancing, unfortunately, does not work with the people of this country anymore. They can see through your duplicity.
4: Yes. I, I well, just, I, yes, I just wanted to add what uh, Tuhinji is saying is, you know, very interestingly, if, 2019, if, Congress had won 52, you know, seats. And out of which, 15 seats were from Kerala. Now, it is very interesting to note that their, uh, alliance partners, Congress's alliance partner, IUML, Muslim League, they have already been giving them feelers ever since this invite had come, to come for the Ram uh, temple, Pran pratishtha That they are not their, you know, uh, uh, um, organizations which are related to IUML. they have been writing and telling that the Congress is going to be just being a poorer cousin of BJP if they are going to go for the temple consecration. Yes. And also to keep in mind that uh, Mr. Rahul Gandhi's constituency, why not, has a very strong, uh, you know, number of uh, Muslim population. IUML is a very important ally for Congress in Kerala, where they got almost 15 seats. Hmm. So, so is this there is a, then wale? You know, yeah,
3: there is. So, I mean, this is very political, and I am not representing any hmm. po- party. But I will have, uh, I have this to say uh that it has become a test of uh, who is a hindu who is not a hindu of going for this inauguration that is very unfortunate people can go later people can go earlier so all this is politics but let's remind ourselves that this temple is being built through a supreme court order hmm. that supreme court order clearly said uh that there is no evidence to say that you know babar uh, the ram temple there was a temple or it was destroyed on the orders of Babur. Now, why am I mentioning it? I'm mentioning this because there has been a vilification of the Muslim community through these decades because of this issue. Hmm. Now, here is a moment to for the BJP, the VHP, the RSS and their friends and family, and etc. to correct this narrative. Let us stop vilifying a community. Now, this is a great moment. It's a great moment of national unity. Everybody is saying it. I agree. Let us display it, demonstrate it. Hmm. One more point. Uh, th- The places of worship act. We are going to move forward, right? We don't want to move backward. Uh, Mr. Prasad said, amity. So, how do you create that amity and the mahal for that amity? Let this be a moment for people from the highest position say that the places of worship act will not be tinkered, touched with. And therefore, there will be no such threat of a Ayodhya-like situation in either Kashi or in mathura or anywhere else demonstrate that this is a ma- n- okay. moment of national unity and finally if uh, in ayodhya itself there's a lot of land grab happening there's a lot of encroachment happening ayodhya if you know is a place that is full of uh, you know muslims and muslim uh, properties and so on so let us assure everyone and you can't just d- do that in t- tv discussions it has to come from the highest position
0: okay Sudhir so, Kulkarni, talking specifically about the messaging that can come from that day. In the run-up, we are seeing politics, but 22nd, of course, is going to be that moment. It's, it's that cusp on which the entire country is sitting.
5: 22nd January, when the consecration of uh, the temple happens, is indeed a historic day. It's a day to be celebrated. But... Let us do it in the true Hindu spirit, not bring politics into it. For example, to call those who are not attending or those who have declined the invitation as anti-Hindu, anti sanatan And uh, some people even go to the extent of saying that those who are not with the government are anti-national. This is very unfortunate. Unfortunately, this kind of narrative has uh, gone on for too long in the past eight, nine, ten years. Hinduism is a very tolerant religion, a very liberal religion, in which even atheists can be Hindus. Hmm. So therefore let us strengthen the spirit of tolerance, of mutual respect. You know what Mahatma Gandhi said about Ram He said Ram Raja, the, the the essence of Ram Raja is respect for all faiths and respect for all the people professing those faiths now india is a multi religious country at least now after all these controversies and the history of bloodshed you know we have seen so much bloodshed in the 80s and 90s there were terror attacks also in the name of uh, in in the wake of all that happened so i would i would like to repeat what i said earlier the consecration of the Ram temple is an occasion for national reconciliation, hmm. national unity. Let's not vilify the Muslim community. Rather, let's win over the Muslim community. Similarly, the Muslim community also should, should introspect. They were misled by their leaders in opposing the Hindu demand, a legitimate Hindu demand for a temple at Ramjan Mubhumi. Now all that is past, the past is past, let's open a new chapter in our national life of unity, of harmony, which is the responsibility of all political parties and responsibility of leaders of all the religious communities.
0: Okay, so then in that case, will Congress do its part? Mr. Anumanthaya, beginning with you and then I'll bring in toheen
7: See, again, 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 I wanted to just uh, repeat my earlier sentence of saying... Those who participate in uh, Ramallala Pratisthan in Ayodhya on January 22nd are good Hindus. Those who does not participate, they are called bad Hindus. This narrative is very, very, very dangerous.
0: I think it's See, about can, bad politicians and good, Hindu good Hindu politicians. That's
7: what you're saying. Temple. You know, or are you saying good Hindus I, and bad I, Hindus? No, no, really no, 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 that is not the who's issue.
2: Who is vilifying I Muslims, one of the...
7: Hindu. And even, I can be... See, I come from the land of Basavanna, which I repeated earlier. He said, you have a temple in your body. You are the God. And your work is God. That is what our you know, uh, great Basavanna said.
8: One of the I charges
7: which... And you cannot call me, you are not a Hindu, just because you are not going to a temple. I need not go to a temple to become an Hindu. That is very, very important. Yes. These narratives has to be followed and has to be respected. This is what our constitution yes. right given be to all, all the citizens of this country. You know the point. of respect. Yes. That is why practicing, respect. Dharma, practicing any dharma is not. Your political and that should not be you know, your the, political in fact that is, political political the be that is the day that of respect that, that is the day of reconciliation and that is why and we should go on. that yes, is sir. why hmm.
8: one of the first persons to reci- receive the invite was Iqbal Ansari who was a litigant on the other side if he can evolve if he can you know make peace with the situation why does the Congress have to pretend to be a greater Muslim than the Muslim community itself? That's a simple question we are asking. Stop this pretense. No, you know, you may have a penchant the to be the wanting the to be BJP, seen on the wrong side of history. You can always. continue with Just your self destructive speech. That's politics. your choice.
7: It is not so. But don't give it sermons to so. the country
8: about equality, about, you know, that doesn't behove the Congress party today.
0: Okay. Since there is a silence Just on this Just because we are
7: not participating in the Ramlila function. That you cannot call me that you are making appeasement politics. Mm-hmm. That doesn't arise okay. here. Okay, I the, the question then is Sajjan Kumar and, and then the final was... BJP to, is practicing a partition policy. Dheeta. BJP yes. and Sajan, its alis are practicing. Sajan, do you think what
0: is missing here is if the opposition has decided that they will not attend, uh, the India block parties have decided to uh, decide that they will not attend, it has to be like a united messaging. Do you think the problem here which is arising particularly in the Congress, is that many within the party, like uh, likes of uh, Mr. Modwadia and the Himachal minister, they are themselves saying that it's a matter of faith, absence will send a wrong message. Do you think that is a bigger concern here? Because there is dissent from within.
6: Uh, Maria, it seems that Congress party is being hijacked by a set of leaders and advisors who are not listening, forget... Uh, I mean, let alone the people, Even I mean, even to their own uh, kind of regional uh, Shatrafs, etc. Because if you talk to rank and file and all the common state-level leadership, certainly a part of religiosity is something that they believe in and they have a kind of uh, reverence to. So certainly it is a small elite at the top who has encircled and hijacked the party, and it is going against even the uh, wishes of their own... Leader. I mean, Congress or any party could have said that it is up to the individual leader to attend or not to attend, rather than, you know, gagging everyone and trying to, I mean, issue a whip kind of a scenario. This is one. Because as was pointed out, if Iqbal Ansari, the original litigant for the Babri Mosque, is attending it, when you go on the ground, you do not find that Muslim community is feeling alienated. Uh, boycotting is an act of politicizing the issue. You know, of course, a party... Is going to be the beneficiary, that is BJP, that is one, and it, it is just one of the, in um, part of one election. But in the long way, if you want to get past Ayodhya, remember, if Rajiv Gandhi could send his home minister Bhuta Singh to attend the foundation, the ceremony in 1989, what prevents Congress to at least say that it is up to the leaders to go there, they welcome it, and they could have uh, given some sort of uh, messaging wherein BJP would not have got the leverage to club them with parties like DMK hmm. who are openly host. Yes, to the that industry. moment,
0: that moment, Valle. Because you have spent time in Ayodhya for writing the book. Yes. Has that moment come where the parties can move
3: beyond Ayodhya? But how can we say that when the BJP has decided to hold this uh, inauguration just one and a half, two months before elections? So the unfortunate thing is electioneering and vote. It's, it's still very much an issue for them. So when will we start seeing Ayodhya becoming a non-issue? I think that is something like really so a distant uh, future. I can't see it happening.
0: Uh, Professor Geeta, but final words to you. So the road to Delhi now is clear, and it will be through Ayodhya. And well, post 22nd, there are many parties which which will be facing the charge of being anti-Sanatan, as you have, as 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 the BJP has already declared the India bloc parties but electorally speaking it's advantage one block the bjp has the momentum right now because of g20 uh, they were they managed to you know make it a gala event followed by these three states which have been one and now uh, ram temple the bigger concern is is the congress or opposition really committing a political harakari because if they had attended also then it would have been a political mistake
4: well, uh Maria, you know uh, Mr. Jayaram Ramesh's letter, you know where he inf- uh, where he wrote that uh, you know the three political leaders who have been invited from Congress, including Sonia Sonia Gandhi they are not going to attend the event. It very clear. It just not did not say that they they declined the invitation. It mm. very well gave a reason for declining it, saying that religion is a personal matter and that BJP RSS are making it a, a more of a political agenda. And vis-a-vis try to, you know, compare this with a letter when the canonization of Mother Teresa was done uh, by the Pope. And at that time, when a letter was written from the Congress party where Mrs. Sonia Gandhi expressed that be- had she not been unwell, she would have been personally there to attend it and saying that two of the representatives, one of them was uh, Margaret Elva, and one more person would be attending the event. I mean just you look at the contrast the way the uh, the response has been there of the Congress party on uh, you know on these t- two the occasions but the, the, please, let in me, please let me please let me now so this is what is the, now he's making it political so this is no, wait, it is trying to you know take it politically hmm. so you know why why it is of course very much you know, comparable is why in is India? it he that that is the reason that it is not the, for it is not an ideological issue for the Congress party it has been where BJP had stood with the Ram temple issue through thick and thin, losing governments, four, you know, state governments, uh, Mr. Nasingha Rao had dismissed the government. No, but, at if that, the at Congress would have attended, but, would have decided to attend, actually, is, then it, it would not have really benefited
0: it in any ba- ways, politically speaking or narrative wise, because anyways it will be seen as an event of the BJP, Tuhin. No,
8: no, she, I leave it to you to decide who's going to make it, who's making it political. On the one hand, you have BJP, which in June 1989 adopted a very clear, uh, you know, resolution in its activation at Palampur that we are going to support. The Ram Temple construction steadfastly And for the next 35 years In fact matters got expedited in court Only after the formation of a BJP government In 2017 in Uttar Pradesh So you know on the one hand you have BJP Which has been very clear in its support On the, on the other hand you had okay. a congress party Which for electoral dividends Suddenly in 1989 supported the construction Sent its home minister to Ayodhya But from 1998 okay. onwards Time When the new age Gandhi took over the party We'll be coming back and
0: continuing the conversation So stay with us And joining me um, from Sydney is now Salvatore Baboons. He is uh, American sociologist and professor at uh, University of uh, Sydney. Uh, Professor Baboons, really appreciate your time. India certainly is sitting on a cusp. What do you think will change on 22nd of January when the consecration ceremony actually happens in Ayodhya?
9: I think you had said exactly the right word, which is this is an important milestone for India's sociology, not a milestone for India's politics. The real change here is sociological. This kind of completes the transition of India from being a country molded in a Nehruvian vision for democracy to a country, let's face it, molded in an RSS and VHP vision of democracy. Now, I know that a lot of people would be very upset to hear that, but the fact is both are visions of democracy. It's not a matter of one is democracy, one is autocracy or authoritarianism. I think that kind of dichotomy is ridiculous. But I think we should recognize that these are different visions of democracy and different ways that people think about what their country means to them.
0: Yes, but Professor Bab- Baboons, you know, because there have been fault lines uh, which have been almost integral or or, or or part of the Ayodhya narrative. Do you see those melt in Ayodhya or merge, if I may use that word?
9: Um, no, I mean, what's really going to happen here is that the RSS and through the RSS, the BJP, has really accomplished its main goals as an opposition party. Now, it may sound ridiculous to talk about the BJP as having been an opposition party for the last 10 years, but socially speaking, it's behaved as an opposition party. Even as it has been in power, even as it has governed the country, it's had the mindset of an opposition party opposing India's establishment. I think now, after January 22nd, the BJP will have to sit back and look at things. The whole RSS will have to sit back and look at things and realize, well, we're the establishment now. They've accomplished their core goals that they've been working on, well, really for 100 years now. Having accomplished those core goals really they now have to start thinking about moving forward what is the next step what does the future mean for political uh, you know political hinduism what does the future mean for the bjp if it no longer can cast itself as this scrappy opponent of the establishment trying to attain this recognition for the organized hindu faith in indian politics i think now it simply has to accept that it represents the establishment. And frankly, the Congress is now the the leader of the anti-establishment movement in Indian politics.
0: Okay, so if it is about political Hinduism, then would you then agree with the decision of India's grand old party that they will not be attending the ceremony?
9: Obviously, it's their choice to boycott the event. Personally, I think it's a politically... Uh, ill-advised choice in that the Congress um, really should be seeing itself as a national party. Uh, and if it wants to be a national party and remain a national party, and let's be honest, whatever its electoral performance in the last two elections, it's still getting 20% of the vote. How that translates into Lok Sabha seats depends on the complex arithmetic of multi-party democracy. But it still is a national party with a national voter base And to remain a national party with a national voter base, of course it has to pay respect to India's majority religion. In the same way that I am certain that the Congress would pay respect to minority religions in India, Um, it certainly should be there from an electoral standpoint. However, from a messaging standpoint or from a symbolic standpoint, its resistance to appear its reluctance to appear reflects exactly what i 've said that Congress is no longer the establishment in India now, Indians may think salvatore that that's you know we don 't need you to tell us that, but I really think this is a symbolic moment psychologically for both the congress well for certainly for the bjP and ultimately for the Congress. It now has to behave. As the national challenger, and I suspect electorally, as the national challenger, being there, showing respect, you know, protesting obviously the the BJP where it needs to, but nonetheless being part of this ritual simply because it's an important ritual for so many Indians, not because it aligns with any particular ideology.
0: So, if religiosity is the focal point, then then one may argue that uh, parties who are not going to attend or who have decided to boycott will face some kind of electoral backlash?
9: Other people are much better positioned to comment on that than I am. I'd just like to hopefully clarify things for viewers and, and clarify things by pointing out to them that this Ram Mandir opening is not a political event. It's how that event is seen by the Congress. It may even be how the event is seen by the BJP. But for Indians, my very strong impression is that this is viewed as a religious event, not as a political event. And that's why Congress really should be at the event. They should be there even though they know that the BJP is trying to score political points from it. They should be there to show their respect to the Hindu faith and to their believers who they want as voters. They don't have to kowtow in any way to the BJP by simply being present.
0: All right, uh, Professor Salvatore, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And thank you to all the guests who will join me on The Big Fight. Uh, that's all from me. I'll be seeing you with another episode of The Big Fight next week. Thanks all for watching.